Hello, and welcome to episode 39 of Design Curious Podcast. I'm your host and mentor, Rebecca Ward. Today on the podcast, I'm talking about a very controversial and hot topic, charging for that initial consultation. Now, I would say that nowadays, it seems like more people are charging for it than not, which I believe is a good thing, but we can talk about that in the episode. And before we get into that, let me remind you that I have for you a few free things that if you are looking for more information about the career of an interior designer, then you can download the three things I wish I had known when I started my career in interior design. And then I also have the roadmap to becoming an interior designer. So you can find those links for those downloads in the show notes of today's episode. And I'd also like to remind you to leave me a rating and review of the podcast. I love to hear what it is you're enjoying about the podcast and it just helps me to keep on going. I have so many great ideas, so many great interviews coming up for you that I'd love to make sure that those are things that you are interested in in hearing. All right, now let's talk about charging for the initial consultation. You're now listening to Design Curious, a place where you, creative one, are here to learn about what it really is like to be an interior designer. And I'm your host and mentor, Rebecca Ward. If you're worried about how to succeed in a creative career, if you're ready to learn your next steps to become an interior designer, and if you want the satisfaction of doing something you love every day, you are in the right place. Grab a coffee, a notebook, and let's dig into today's episode. Charging for your initial consultation is actually a really controversial and hot topic among the interior design community. It is very often discussed of whether or not you should charge to do your initial consult, and there are strong feelings in both directions. However, my experience has always been that you charge for the initial consultation. I believe it was recommended to me out of college, but definitely because I was a member of ASID, American Society of Interior Designers, they always also encouraged their members to charge for their consultation because they are professionals. So the argument for not charging, I guess, could be that oftentimes contractors are not charging to come to the site. So the client is not expecting that the designer would charge for you to come to the site if you're looking at the project to see whether or not you want to take it. And the rebuttal to that would be when a contractor comes on site, they are not typically doing any work. They're just taking a look at the project, seeing the scope of work, and getting a feel for it. Whereas When a designer goes on site, the client is expecting them to come up with ideas and talk about a probable solution that could work and what their needs are. And they'll talk about what their taste and style is. And all that is information that the designer could give out for free on site (laughs) and give the client a lot of ideas, a lot of information. And some would say that's what you should do. So then the client can know whether or not that you are a good fit, that you have some great ideas, and that they should hire you to move forward. Conversely, though, I would suggest you charge for your initial consultation. Then there are actually many reasons why I would encourage you to do that. 
First of all, you are a busy person and your time is valuable. And so taking a couple hours out of your day to go visit a job site would be prohibitive of making any profit uh, throughout the day because you're only getting paid by the hours that you are billing. If you bill hourly or even if you are doing a flat fee, you still need to be working and moving your projects forward. So one of the arguments for charging for an initial consultation is that the client will start to perceive your value. When you get something for free, you usually value it a lot less than if you're paying for it. So there is a phrase I think that goes, people who pay, pay attention. And so if you want your client to pay attention to the value that you're bringing and your expertise, then charging them a fee for your time would be a good way to facilitate that. Then if you are charging for your time, you can then speak as freely as you like at that initial consultation. You can give out as many ideas as you might want. Whereas if you weren't charging, you might be saying, I have a few ideas for this, but we can talk about that once we get into contract, or you might be like, well, this this could possibly be a good solution, but you're really hesitant to go all in and start the design work. Whereas since I charge for my initial consultations, I'm really actively working on those consultations and coming up with solutions and coming up with a plan and direction at that initial consult. For the client, it's really, and that's why I call it a project starter consultation because we're doing a lot of work on that two-hour consultation. And if you're doing just half-hour, free half-hour or hour consultations here and there, that does build up over time. Even if you're not giving a lot of information, you have to drive there, drive back, and take time out of your schedule to do it. So most people that I talk to now do charge for that initial consultation. I think that is becoming a more common practice. I'm hoping that it is a more common practice for designers. So even if you're just starting out, you know, I encourage you to charge hourly because you're not aware of how many hours it might take you to complete a project. And the hourly charge that you're doing should be at least $100 per hour and over that, (laughs) depending on your education and experience. So I would say at least charge $100 for that first hour consultation. Now, I charge a high fee for my initial consultations because I want to factor in the time it takes to travel to and from that consult, which is typically 20 to 30 minutes away from my office. And then I'm charging for two hours of my time. And then I bring my associate designer with me, and it's two hours of her time. So our initial consultation fee covers all of those hourly charges that I would normally charge a client for. And so that way we're not resentful of the time that we are spending with the client starting to do this project starter consultation. And then it is worthwhile for us. It's worthwhile for them because they get a lot of value out of that, whether or not they're moving forward. But most of the time, if we know that we're doing a project starter consultation, then we know that they are 95% of the time moving forward with our services. And how do we know that is because we do offer a free discovery call. So this is what designers will often do to help the client understand whether or not they are a good fit before the designer comes out to the job site. So a discovery call is typically 15 to 20 minutes long. You get the client on the phone 
And we talked about this a lot with our interview with Portia back in episode 15. So I'll put a link to that so you can listen to her explain the reasons why you want to outsource your intake calls and that whole process. But on that intake call, we're typically talking to the client, asking them their project scope parameters, what their hopeful budget is, what our typical design fees are, getting feedback and really trying to get to know the client, see if they're a good fit for our firm in the way that we operate. And there's a certain way that I like to operate and run a project start to finish. And there's other clients who might not be looking for that. They might be looking for a client to just be on call, someone to go shopping with them. And I, I don't do that with my clients. And so this is a great way to really screen out the clients that aren't a good fit and then really get to start a relationship with the ones who are a good fit. And so, and even before that discovery call, we have them fill out a questionnaire that has a lot of this information on it. So then we can discuss that with them on the discovery call. And then afterwards, we follow up with a more in-depth document on what that consultation will include and what they can expect to get out of that. And then once they agree to that, we can move forward. So we have a lot of touch points with the client before we even get on site with them. And so by the time we're on site, we are prepared to really do the work and really provide a lot of value because we are professionals and we we want to give our professional opinion on everything and really be helpful to the client. And the best way that I see I can do that is by charging the client and having them get value out of it. And my goal is to actually deliver more value than what they are charging for it. Another way that you can provide more value to those prospective clients at no charge is to have a lead magnet. So you might have a PDF download that gives them tips on how to style a bookcase or whatever it is that your ideal client might be looking for, some things to avoid when you're remodeling your kitchen or, you know, it could be anything. So I have a style quiz, which gives the client information on what their taste and style actually is and how to put that into words. And then they can go and explore those images further so that before they meet with us, they have a better sense of what it is that they like and what they'd like to see in their project. So that is one way you can also have additional downloads you can give and send in a follow up to your discovery call. I have a remodel survival guide that is available for people who just want a little bit more information, might be doing things on their own. So there's always an avenue for someone who might not be ready to commit to a full project. Um, I like to provide value at a lot of different levels. And so that's something you consider, but definitely highly encourage you charging for that initial consultation. And hopefully some of the things that I've brought up today will convince you to do likewise. So short and sweet episode today on that initial consultation, but I wanted to make sure that you have that information because when you're starting out or thinking about starting out, this is really good advice for you and just to be able to make sure that you're making money every week as you go out on these consultations. And then the other bonus from it is that you also value yourself as a professional. You know that your expertise is worth the fee that you are charging. 
But I'd love to hear your thoughts on initial consultations. Like I said, I know it's a hot topic. And so if you disagree with me and you have some great points you'd like to bring up, I would love for you to reach out to me and let me know what you think about that. So you can reach out to me at podcast at rwarddesign.com or slide into my DMs on Instagram at rwarddesign. And we can have a conversation there because I love hearing all sides of the story. And so that is it for me this week. Next week, I'll have another great interview for you with someone who does a lot of e-design and what her take is on it and how you could uh, incorporate this into your business model. So stay tuned for that next week. And until then, stay creative. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode, please leave a rating and a review. This helps me reach other curious creatives like you. If you have a topic request or would like to contact me, simply head over to my website, rwarddesign.com or email me at podcast at rwarddesign.com.